Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back to another show. Thank you for uh, sharing these episodes with your friends. Uh, we've really noticed an uptick in views and listens. So we do thank you guys for that. Uh, interesting topics going on right now. One of which was the uh, inflation reduction bill in Congress. And it seems to be a fairly big bill. Um, because one of one of the things that Mike and I have talk, talked about in the past was the ability for me- Medicare to uh, uh, negotiate drug prices. And it looks like we finally got some of that at first glance. But, yeah, it, it's funny. If you try and go and look through the bill... Um, it's a tough read, <laughs> to say the least. Um, how many? You, you were telling me how many pages is this thing? Seven hundred thirty pages. That's a lot of pages, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would. How long was War and Peace? Is that like a thousand pages? Yeah, and that's a book that you like want to read, right? No, it's a there's a story to it, right? Yeah. There's no story to this except, I mean, except crap. Uh, you were telling me like you read me like a paragraph. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of like dots, periods, and numbers. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is so. This, <laughs> and I gotta laugh. Like, this paragraph has to do with clean vehicles. So, final assembly, section 30D, and then in parentheses, D is amended one in paragraph one A in subparagraph E by striking and at the end in subparagraph F2 by striking the period at the end. And inserting and, in quotes, and by adding at the end the following, G, the final assembly of which occurs within North America, by adding at the end the following, final assembly for purposes of paragraph 1G, the term final assembly means the process by which a manufacturer produces a new clean vehicle at or through the use of a plant, factory, or other place from which the vehicle is delivered to a dealer or importer, with all the component parts necessary for the mechanical operation of the vehicle included with the vehicle, whether or not the component parts are permanently installed in or on the vehicle. What the F does that mean? (laughs) I don't understand how they vote on these things. If that's what is put in into the bills. Yeah, I don't think none of them can be reading this. No. None of them are all that smart, first of all. Let's, let's, I think we can all probably, I don't care what side of the aisle you fall on, I think we can all pretty much agree on that one. Um, I don't think any of them are that smart. No, no one's going to sit down and read that thing. I mean, that's pain, that's hard. But let's say you got the time to read 735 pages. When it reads like that, <laughs> I'm out by like the third paragraph. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, you know what? Yeah, and that, that little nugget, is on page 373. So prior to that, to that literary genius is 372 pages of that. Yeah, and there's what, 372 pages after that? Yeah. Just to get to 750. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand how they vote on this stuff. When you, nobody can read that. Yeah. Uh, there have got to be specialists in Congress who write this stuff because mm-hmm. that's a skill right there like to yeah. word salad something for 750 pages yeah i mean look i was i was decent at it in college for a good five to ten pages mm-hmm. but for 750 pages i could i couldn't do it i yeah. couldn't word salad anything that well yeah and then when you look at it and, and i ain't really so like it's per it's d it's parentheses D, parentheses little e, parentheses I I like little I I twice. Yeah. So it all refers back to something else, right? So then, you, so in order to understand what this is saying, you have to go back to the reference section. Yeah. I mean, imagine how long that would take you. But all of that was to say that the vehicle had to be made in North America. Yes. I mean, like we're striking the word and, and. Yeah. We're adding the word like it's like like it's like the addendums are spelled out. It's like 
why not just give someone a final copy? You don't have to tell us exactly what was stricken from yeah. you know version one to version six. We're good. Just give us just give us the the, the entirety of yeah. it. I don't need to know how you got there. I just need to know where you right. got. This isn't this isn't sixth grade math where you have to show your work. <laughs> <laughs> just give us the final bill. Like this, I think this is one thing that people when they say like drain the swamp type stuff. Mm-hmm. This is part of it. Yeah. This is no no person who wants to read what a bill has in it should have to read 750 pages of that. Yeah. It, it, I'm sorry. It, it's not right to do that to someone who like and, and everyone wonders well why how, you know people are dumb. People aren't educated when they vote. Well, if that's the bill, <laughs> I don't blame the you know, everyone but the three people who wrote it who don't read it yeah. in this country to yeah. know who they're voting for, who they're voting against. When you've got to read that, I mean, what you just read to me made my head hurt, and I wasn't even the one reading it. Right. I don't understand that. Yeah, nobody does. And, and like you said, all it was, it was literally a paragraph just to say some, something in this bill has to be made in North America. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't we just put that... It, that in the first place, right? You got to re- you got to write down the correction to the correction to the correction to get to where you are. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Like, and people wonder why, you know, everyday Joes, regardless of the political affiliation, are pissed off at politicians. Yeah, they should make a a a, a procedure that every law, no matter what they're voting on, cannot take up more than one page. You should be able to convey the purpose of the law in one page. So the problem with that is that you know a lot of these guys they say, "Look, I'll vote yes for this if you give, if you vote yes for this, this other thing." Yeah. So like these compromise bills. So yeah. that so that was probably that whole addition was probably something something someone wanted thrown in there. Right. Yeah. And so you can you you can get your. Your lousy tax credit for your vehicle, but it it has to be it can't be a Porsche Taycan, right? But because that's for, made in Germany. For so. someone for someone like me to understand it, I've got to go to a website like The Hill, like, and that's what I'm, I got it up on my phone right now, and it basically gives me the Cliff Notes version of what's in the bill. Yeah. Now I've got to hope that they've got a specialized person who can read this garbage mm-hmm. in order to give me the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. And I also have to hope that they're not putting a spin on it politically. Well, yeah, well, they, they probably are. I, like, I, I'm hoping, like, I would hope that there's a place I can go to get the summary like this, which, I mean, it's a very nice summary. Um, and it's, the Hill- it's certainly better than the original. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, so it, I mean, it's on thehill.com. Uh, I think it was, I'm trying to look for a date, on August 8th. Says here's what's in the Inflation Reduction Act, the sweeping health and climate bill passed Sunday. Uh, no author given to it, just says it was done on eight eight at one twenty six p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it runs through the categories and it, it kind of like gives you the highlights. But what if there was one unsavory highlight that they leave out because they don't want to piss off their their leaning? Right. Then the means. Like someone like me doesn't get it also because I'm not reading it from someone who who's unbiased. I just want the facts mm-hmm. in Cliff Notes version. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, like I don't want to read 785 pages of that just to sift through and find out what I need to know. Well, it makes it it makes it really easy also to cherry pick a talking point or something that you can that's that's favorable or to shade something in the right way. So a lot of people are fired up. That there is um, funding to hire eighty-seven thousand new IRS employees. Right now, if you talk to someone on the left, they say, "Oh, that's for uh, customer service enhancements," which they need. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, because the IRS apparently answers like ten percent of their phone calls. Yeah, we we had an, like when my father passed two years ago. My mother had to get in touch with the IRS. It was a disaster trying to get someone on on the phone. Oh yeah, that I mean, don't be wrong. Same with the Social Security Administration. Yeah, they're they're all they're all awful. A lot of the, but a lot of the, 
I don't blame the people, though. I, I, I think there's literally a staffing issue. Mm-hmm. Do I think the IRS needs 87,000 people? No. And the other thing is, they're never going to get that many. Right. Let, I mean, let's face some facts. The, the federal government right now, trying to hire people, it it's hard enough for them to try and find people, especially in the D.C. area. Because the federal government, when the times are, when times are good, when the economy's good, private contractors snap up anybody they can. Yeah. Which leaves the government, and they pay better than the government. I know there's like, there was a couple of years ago, there was like, oh, this study says that government employers are paid better than private employees. No. You know, for two guys that live in this area, we know people who work for, especially good employees, that work for private sector, either consultants, lobbyists, like, they, oh, yeah. And there's no shortage of these people. Yeah. Or even the big contractors. Like, right. Like Northrop Grumman. Yeah. Or, I mean, you got Lockheed, Northrop Grumman, Booz Allen. I mean, yeah. These, these companies are huge. And they pay really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, when the economy's bad, the federal government has an easier time of hiring people. Yeah. And I think that's when people like to look, like to point fingers at, look at these government fat cats. They're, they're, they're not losing their jobs. Well, because when you were, like, Get making stupid money working for your contractor. Now that it's dried up, they're laying people off. The gov- the feds generally don't lay people off. They try not to. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, at this point, from what I understand, they're losing people just by attrition alone. Yeah. And that was supposed to be the plan. I remember that, that was the plan like I think 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to make the government smaller. Like, oh, well, we'll cut this. Like, and everyone said, look, the great resignation is coming. And this is before COVID even happened. This is 10 years ago. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, it's not coming. It's not coming. It was like the boy who cried wolf. It's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It never came. It never came. COVID hit. The and, and people started working from home. They stuck it out for a year. And they were like, peace, I'm out. Yeah. Or, hey, it's time to come back. They're like, nah. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to retire. Paperwork's in. I'm yeah. Um, and, and that's a problem, though, because the federal government... One, the, the process to hire is slow. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what you say. If you're looking for a job, and it's six months between the time that you interview to the time that you get offered a job, chances are you might already have a job already. Yeah. So you run up against you, you run up against a lot of obstacles hiring in the federal government. Um, one, you're probably paying... If times are good when you want to hire, you, you're paying less than your competition. Mm-hmm. Two, it takes forever for you to hire, so it gives other companies a chance to snatch up who you're hiring. Um, and then three, you got to hope you don't lose two more people before you hire the one. Yeah, because then you're, you're you're in a perpetual state of catch up. And and I'll be honest, I mean, since two thousand and eight, there really haven't been too many years where unemployment was so high where the federal government could take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, but. 80, that's why I think, yes, it's in the bill. It's a cost in the bill, but mm-hmm. there's no shot they have. There's no shot they're going to hire eighty six thousand people, right? And I think what you know. So I, I just found it. This is actually from this is from the bill. It's on page thirty six. If anyone wants to look it up, <laughs> uh, part three: funding the Internal Revenue Service and improving taxpayer compliance. So it's right there. That's in boldface print. Yeah. So with more audits. So. Section 10301, Enhancement of Internal Revenue Service Resources. Uh, the following appropriate, blah, 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 blah. Taxpayer services, okay? For necessary expenses of the Internal Revenue Service to provide taxpayer services, including pre-filing assistance and education, filing and account services, taxpayer advocacy services, and other services as authorized by 5 U.S.C. 3109. Blah, 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 blah. As such, through which, by, for, hitherto. <laughs> What was that? What was that scene in uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory when uh, Gene Wilder is going over the contract that they have to sign, like w- before they enter mm-hmm. the factory? Hither to hither, like etc. <laughs> etc. <cetera, et> <laughs> like, well, what if we don't sign? Then you don't go in. <laughs> yeah. So that was section one. Yeah, I'm sure. Taxpayer services sections. Section two. So you can go and say, oh, it says right here in the bill, it's for taxpayer services, and everyone says, oh, that's great because the IRS sucks. Um, and then you just skip the second part, <laughs> which, and again, if you want to look at it from the other side, 
oh, it's just for enforcement. Or you just skip the taxpayer services part. So no matter which way you want to slice it, you can get your talking point out of this. But um, since we like to give it to the guy who's in, who's in charge generally and, and the, the media who just kind of like to be in lockstep, uh, enforcement for necessary expenses for tax enforcement activities of the Internal Revenue Service to determine and collect owed taxes to provide legal and litigation support to conduct criminal investigations including investigative technology to provide digital asset monitoring and compliance activities to enforce criminal statutes related to violations of internal revenue laws and other financial crimes, to purchase and hire passenger motor vehicles. That's a good one. By the way, don't skip over what you just said. Basically, that's to monitor bank accounts. Yeah. Yeah, let's not glaze over that. Yeah, let's not glaze over that. Your Venmo, your PayPal. I think those companies have to report anything over, I think it's $250 in transactions, and 20 transactions. So it's got to meet both criteria, I think. Yeah. Or maybe it's 2,500. And I forgot what but it, it, it was a really low number. And, oh, by the way, we're, once you hit that, we're going to start monitoring it. Yeah. Like, ooh, really their police state? Yeah. Okay. All right. Like to, and that, Let's just gloss over that, though, in Section 2, first part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the digital. Uh, and it's in parentheses. Oh. Well, no. Uh, it's not. The first part is. There's so many parentheses, it's hard to find where they start and end. Um, yeah, to provide digital asset monitoring and compliance activities. So, essentially, you know, if you have your little Etsy shop, mm-hmm. stand the F by, because uh, <laughs> the tax man's coming for you. IRS man's going to come and audit you. Yep. Meanwhile, what? and the funny part about this is, let's say someone reports their income, and you report it as, let's say a small Etsy shop owner makes 100 grand. Okay. But she doesn't report an extra five or six grand. Let's say that's the difference, because that's essentially what they're going to find. Yeah. And let's say she's in a 25% tax bracket. Well, you're talking, what is it? A uh, thousand. If she's in a 25% tax bracket, uh, it's a thousand five hundred bucks. Mm hmm. I'm sorry. A thousand two fifty. So to get one thousand and two hundred and fifty dollars back in the IRS coffers, mm-hmm. you probably spent eighty grand. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to go after people making under a certain dollar amount. Now, look, I'm not saying people should be. You know, it, it, look, the the reason why people are honest on their taxes is because they're afraid of getting caught, right? Yeah, I get that part, but the person making. Yeah, not reporting an extra twenty five grand doesn't even pay for sending the agents out to go do the audit. An audit takes weeks, months, years sometimes, depending yeah. on how intertwined these finances are. Yeah, you're gonna use an hours equal money. Mm-hmm. Think about it, one day is probably three grand for one agent. Mm-hmm. When you factor in all the benefits you're paying them and everything, if you don't pull in three grand in that one day you're now losing money yeah like so to me that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard Mm -hmm. you should be going for high net value people investors but the thing is they don't want they don't want to well they're sure as crap cheating on their taxes how about start with paul pelosi (laughs) (laughs) and everyone in congress everyone every single person in congress let's just go there yeah I, i i I so I always be like, partisan. hey, sign this bill. Go ahead. You're first. Yep. You guys are first. Well, you know that that's not how it works now. <laughs> we don't, they don't make the rules to follow them. Right. They make the rules for us to follow right. them. Right. Rules, well, rules for thee, but not for me. And anyone who didn't learn that the hard way over the last two years. Yeah. I mean, for all the people who love Gavin Newsom, yeah, your boy got caught three times. Yeah. Not following his own protocols. Mm-hmm. Imagine what else he's doing well, just, that you can't see with a camera. So just to bring this thing to a vote, mm-hmm. they had to bring everyone in to get it done. So they, this thing passed last Sunday night. So in order to get everyone in, so normally for a Senate vote to come in, they all have to get their, show their positive COVID t- or their negative COVID test. Well, they suspended that because <laughs> they knew, say... A whole bunch of people from the Democrat Party were out at a fundraiser last night, and they all, or a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago, 
and they come in and now they're all positive. They just lost it. So it I'm was sure so important. They wore masks though. They're okay. Oh yeah, they're it, fine. You know, but they're not maskless. They they bring them in and it's like, oh, we're going to suspend the COVID testing protocol, <clears throat> which was so important twenty two minutes ago, but it's not anymore. Well, I don't know if you noticed. There was an announcement from the CDC that now basically scrapped all COVID uh, guidelines as to what you should do if you've been exposed. They all went away. So, uh, you know, conveniently, just for that vote. It's amazing. Amazing what happens. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it it just, it, it makes you, it makes me laugh. But it's it's also, like, disturbing, too, because that's how they operate. But they think, it's insulting, because you think we're all so stupid we don't notice it. Yeah, I think most people notice it. They just don't, I think at this point they've thrown their hands up in the air and just like, I can't, like, what can we do now? Yeah. Like, these people are that powerful. That, you know, two dudes in a basement. I don't have the time or the energy to go fight that fight. No. You know, just as long as, and, and, and this is going to sound stupid because I know what the I know what the response is to it. But as long as they leave me alone, I really don't care. But yeah. the response to that is, well, when they come for your neighbor and you don't say anything, and then they come for you and I, no one's there to fight for you. Right. All right, I get it. I understand that. But we all are human. But see, we're this show doesn't make any money, so we don't have to worry about the IRS coming. Right? No, here. absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if they're looking at us, we lose a lot of money. So you know, maybe give me give me some of those tax credits back, right? Can we write it refund. off as a loss? I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll set up a corporation. Yeah, just so we can have a bunch of losses to write off. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, 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 not just that bill. I mean, look, we can go back to that bill in a minute. But that's how a lot of bills are done. All of them. I, I don't think any of them are two-page bills. And every five or six years, you always get the one senator or one congressman who says, all bills should be two pages long. Yeah. The American public can't, doesn't read this. Or, none of us even read it. And it gets swept under the rug three weeks later. Yeah. And they do the same garbage over and over yeah. and over again. Well, and then also, these things, these acts and omnibus spending bills and all this stuff, mm-hmm. it gives them cover. Sure. Because they can vote for it, and they can put a bunch of crap in there that they don't like, mm-hmm. but then there's no accountability. It's the old it's the old ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Yeah. I'm going to vote for this, and I'll just deal with the blowback. Yeah. Well, did you know this or this? But yeah, there was so much good in there. I figured that in order to get it passed, I had to put that in there, too, to appeal to the evil other side. Yeah. So in order to appeal to the evil other side, we added that so we'd get enough of those guys to vote for it. So we'd pass all this other good stuff. Well, the funny thing is, though, that in the back in the day, they used to be called compromise. Mm-hmm. When you, you give some, you don't get you don't get a little bit here. You get some over here. But you got to give that guy a little bit of... Uh, you got to give them a little something so they vote for it. And, you know, it, I hate to bring it up, I mean, but it was back when uh, when Bill Clinton, when he, when his, when the Democrats got just torched in the midterms yeah, him and i think it was like it was either newt gingrich or tip o'neill i forgot which one it was but they essentially did a lot of good in those two years yeah they balanced the they had, there's a budget surplus surplus there. yeah yeah and you know you would now is obviously a different time and and i don't know if it's because of social media or what it is but um there's definitely a lot less compromise than there used to well, be. We, well, we talked about it before because they all have to own the libs right. or own the, or what is the other one for the conservatives? The whatever. Trumpsters. Yeah, yeah, whatever you do to conservatives or Trumpers or whatever that is. But it doesn't do anything but get you social media likes. Right. I mean, we are, have you seen Idiocracy? I have a long time ago. But it, we are so close to President Camacho <laughs> and the ass show right. where they just looked at ass. like, And that's all it was, was a movie of an ass. Right. Um, like, we're so close to that right now. Um, with the social media, the bloviating and the, you know, trying to score stupid. And then what is it with Republicans always having to have like a gun for things? I know. Like you can't have the Republican without the cowboy hat and the gun, even right. though, even though the guys from like, yeah, uh, just outside of Brooklyn. Yeah, like, dude, you, you don't live anywhere near a ranch. Wait, what are you doing with the gun? Yeah, this put is the, put the gun down. Everyone's trying to play like they're on Yellowstone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, by the way, good show. Well, we just started watching it. 
Um, Kevin Costner. Never seen it. Anyway, decent show about cowboys, Montana. All right. But you got these fools and like just outside of like these major cities, like they're like they're ranching. Right. Like, I'm going to talk this going and over. And like, no, brother. No, you're not. Be who you are. <laughs> right. It's okay to be Republican without having like, without shooting up guns like Yosemite Sam every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like he's got his Colt 45s in every commercial. Well, who like, was come it? Come on, man. What was it? Roy Moore that oh, ran God. against the guy. He was like the... <laughs> He showed up to vote on a horse with like a <laughs> rifle on his like what are you doing? Right. Like you literally like you can see the highway right there. <laughs> yeah, the only people using horses to get around are ranchers and the Amish. Yeah. yeah. And, You're and not he, either one of and them. And he probably rode that horse around the corner and then some helper like loaded it into the back of a trailer and towed it away and he dro- jumped in his escalade and drove home. He needed a step stool to get on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get on the appropriate way. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> seriously rode a horse to to vote it's a, um, it's a theater it's yeah. theater and but who buys it people do <laughs> they do they vote for like wasn't roy moore the guy who was like accused of like some uh unsavory things yeah, like, some touching ki- like touching kids or something and he got 48 percent of the vote 48 <laughs> percent. i mean granted it's, it's alabama and look insert alabama joke here right right but when you got 48% of the people that vote for someone that's done some uh, unsavory things with a minor, yeah, even if it's questionably true, <laughs> and you still get 40, I, th- I think it was closer to 49. Like, I think like, yeah. this dude almost won. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. It's like, no, they deserve all the criticism in the world. Yeah. You know? Even if I agree with them on 95% of their political stuff, No. You voted for that dude. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> you don't. You don't pass the idiot z- uh, test. Um, well, you know, he had a a nice white cowboy hat on. So I voted for him. Had a horse. <laughs> had a horse. <laughs> and he had a beautiful, beautiful horse. <laughs> oh, I wish I could have voted for him twice because that horse. Him and yeah. a horse. I vote for each of them. Yeah. I thought the horse was running as a, as a lieutenant, but. They told me he would. <laughs> I voted for the horse, not him. But I mean, that's literally. I mean, you're putting, you're trying to put Yosemite Sam on the, on the ballot. Yeah, and it works. Yeah, oh yeah. But then on the other side, though, yeah, it's funny when the I, I gotta give it to the to the right one when they when they like shoot the tax code. Yeah. Why are you shooting the tax code? Right. It did a lot. <laughs> you just you just wasted paper and ammunition. Yes, and right. it probably wasn't safe. <laughs> like I'm gonna shoot the tax code. That's what I think of you, tax code. It's like, isn't there an ammo shortage and you used it for that? <laughs> no, you need to be. Maybe somebody needs to shoot you. Yeah. All right. But I mean, then you get the other side where it's like the hyper, it's, it's like uh, the Elizabeth Warrens of the world who just stand on that soapbox. But when it comes time to vote, ooh, that, that yeah. rear end puckers up real tight mm-hmm. when they, when they got to vote against that money interest. Oh, yeah. I would love for someone, and, and look, I'm not going to do it because I just don't have that kind of research time i would love for them to just list every senator and congressman list their net worth when they went into office and what it currently is now yeah i would love to see that oh yeah i guarantee not one of them and i'll even say adjusted for inflation because you got bernie sanders been in there since the 70s (laughs) brother went in there with like five bucks now he's a millionaire yeah but hey maybe that five bucks is worth a million right now because of inflation. I don't know. But basically what I'm saying is... He had Paul Pelosi invested for him. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> what? I put it into a blind trust <laughs> with Paul Pelosi managing it. <laughs> He's an amazing stock picker. <laughs> I wish... We, that'd be funny if we had Larry David do the, do the Bernie oh, yeah. impression. Well, that's why I want him to win. So I can see Larry David on SNL. For real. Like, you want to know what? <laughs> I, I hope... Uh, the weirdest... The, the weirdest thing is, like, right now, SNL, the reason why no one's watching it right now is because they're not making fun of the current administration. No. There is a lot of material there. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There was a lot with Trump there, too. But there's Trump a was lot. a gold mine. Yeah. You didn't need writers. He did it for you. Right. But this guy is not much different. No. I mean, he's different. But as far as, like, material, mm-hmm. like, there's a video that came out of him getting out of the helicopter and couldn't put his jacket on. <laughs> now... Granted, I've ha- I've tried to put a jacket on, and there's a helicopter blade 
they don't like that thing's still turning when he gets off. Mm-hmm. Like they don't wait. It takes a while for that blade to slow down. So I get it. It's windy. I've had you know I'm a big dude trying to get yeah. Where's the damn Can't get the hole. Yeah, everyone's been there. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna kind of give him a pass, but still, there's a lot more though. When he fell up the steps, or fell off the bike. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff to work yeah. with. And we can even get away from his his uh, his you know the problems that he had just because he's he's old uh, and moving around and stuff. But like the stuff he says, mm-hmm. you know, uh, calling himself the vice president and all. Like there's plenty of stuff there to go after him for, it, and they don't, and it irritates the hell out of me because go both ways. Yep. You know, if they're being legit, like they made fun of Bill Clinton and they made fun of George W. Bush. Yeah, the only one they didn't really go after was they didn't really go after Obama, but they did. <laughs> it was when Vi- when Joe Biden was the vice president, they made fun of him when he was the vice president. They Jason made, Sudeikis was awesome. They made fun of him. It was it was them making fun of Biden's interactions with Obama. Yeah, and Obama came off as like the adult. Yeah, and Joe was like trying to screw around every time. You know, like it's like the memes, like the Joe Biden memes when <laughs> Joe's saying something and Obama's yeah. like, "Come on, Joe." Yeah, or he has his head in his hand. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Like, so, I mean, I feel like they went after, they always went after whoever was in charge because that was where the funny was. Yeah. And and, and they would always go after, like, the Speaker of the House and the and the Senate Majority Leader. Like, they would, they don't do that anymore. No, they just it's only, yeah. And it's bad because there's plenty of comedy gold. Like, with Nancy Pelosi, like, smushing the mic down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um. When she was like, like looking googly eyed, like rubbing her hands together, when Joe Biden was giving State of the Union, like that's all funny stuff. Yeah, like let's be funny, let's do it. But no, they that would go against their, you know, their code. And it's funny because that's why people think that there's a, um, a collusion of, uh, of a single narrative. Because you got to remember, SNL is with NBC, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why people think that with NBC, ABC, CBS. And all the affiliated networks that go along with that, including you know CNN, MSNBC, people think that there's a collusion that you know that the media isn't telling the truth because even something as simple as SNL, you know, so providing satire from the political office of the president, yeah, like it seems like everything is really really coordinated, and mm-hmm. it's just like that's why you're there. There's some a lot of distrust with it right now, but I mean going back to the original point though. With, with having the bills written like they are. Again, it's not shocking that nobody trusts these politicians because when your side gets a bill put through and it's eight hundred pages, yeah, you're more likely to believe that it's awesome. So you're mm-hmm. not going to question it. But yeah. the other side's going to question it, and they're like, "I can't read seven hundred and fifty pages of this." Right. But it was the same way when you know when Trump was president. 750 pages, and, and, and Democrats didn't believe a word in it. Yeah. And Republicans were like, oh, no, it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. It's great. It's, it's like fruit fine. Loop. You know, it's like Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles mixed. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, it's fine. You know, it's like it, it, people, again, people are tribalistic. They, they, they want to believe that their side is the right. And it was, it was funny because, and the reason why I'm kind of talking about this is because you know, recently, there was that uh, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. where, which is Donald Trump's personal residence. Um, and generally, conserv- conservatives are all about law and order. Like they, they would usually side with the FBI if they were raiding a politician's home. And then all of a sudden, the conservatives come out and say, you know, the FBI should be dismantled. Now they're anti-FBI, anti-police, whatever. It, the tide is swinging a little bit. Yeah. And, of course, uh, I believe there was a, a Twitter post from uh, an ex-congressman, for a con- congresswoman from Ohio, who basically said, you know, oh, look at the hypocrisy of them now. You know, look at the, I can't believe they're saying this now. They, this was the law and order party. Meanwhile, you got someone who's super liberal like Jimmy Dore saying, look, if someone finally comes around to your point of view, that's not the time to make fun of them. Yeah. It's the time to shake their hand and say, welcome to the fight. Mm-hmm. And it's two starkly different reactions. 
Um, and I think it, at this point, you're, you've mostly got a Democrat party who's just looking for jabs. Like you said, like, it's like conservatives trying to own the libs. Yeah. Democrats are trying to own the Trumpsters, mm-hmm. trying to own the MAGA, right? Because they don't want it to come back. They, they feel like their best chance of having it never come back is to just tell those people how stupid they are. Yeah. Which, by the way, it's not going to work. You already thought they were stupid. Right. And that just further entrenches them. And, and the, the funny part, I, I always thought this back in 2016. One of the reasons why Trump got elected over Hillary was that the Democrat side was literally just looking down on anyone who would vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. And that emboldened more people to vote for Trump. Yeah. That probably wouldn't have voted. Like, oh, you think I'm dumb because I'm voting for Trump? Well, now I am going to vote. Now I am going to go down there and pull that lever for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pissed off. I mean, you pissed off people that got a lot of time to do a lot of pull, you know, a lot of lever pulling. Yeah. And it screwed you. And the arrogance that came afterwards. Again, I can't believe, like Rachel Maddow going, I can't believe you did this, America. Yeah. Like, she said that on a live TV mm-hmm. after it was announced he was president. Yeah. Like, keep talking down to people that you think are inferior and see how this works out for you. Yeah. Yeah, because you're just going to entrench further more and more people and then get others who are like, well... You know, I'm kind of like that guy, and you think he's you're calling him dumb, then I must be dumb. Well, then screw you too. And the thing is, like after this raid, Trump's numbers went up even more. Yeah, yeah. It, so it it kind of I don't know what they thought they were going to accomplish there. And there are some other sketchy things going on with it. So first of all, the FBI DOJ should have immediately released. Um, the the warrant return, which is what they got out of the search warrant, and the actual affidavit. Yeah. They should have immediately re- released it, because it still hasn't come out. Now, Trump's side hasn't released it either. Um, well, they're saying that he was fighting against it when I thought he was trying to release it, and, like, who knows? Yeah, but they, they should... The DOJ needs to release it as soon as they can. Yeah. Um, because right now, you're saying, well, what... You know... Everything that's going on right now is it, it all started from something with, with archives, with the National Archives, and they're trying to get documents back, but apparently Trump's legal team has been working with archives to get all this stuff, and the FBI to get, you know, so they can see the documents, get what they need to put back in archives. Other presidents have just said, flat out said no. Barack Obama, in fact, said that he was going to digitize, keep it all, and then digitize it and make it available that way. None of it's been digitized. None of it's available. But yeah. no one kicked his door in. So. Well, and that's that's a real bad press. Yes. Like, and, uh, and, and I, I equate this back to when, and we've talked about this before, when Harry Reid got rid of the filibuster on, on judges, mm-hmm. and that backfired because Trump got three Supreme Court judges, yeah. and it overturned one a Democrat mainstay with Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Whether people agree or disagree with that, it was literally Harry Reid cutting his nose by his face, and I've, I think we had talked about that. Mitch McConnell said, "You are going to regret this." Yeah, because you you shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. And essentially alluding to, look, when we when we get power back, you know, you, you've changed the rules, and we don't need to get that sixty filibuster proof votes. Yeah, and lo and behold, it screwed him in the end. Mm-hmm. Well, now. Yeah, you know, now you, you've raided a, uh, the previous president, and who, who also happens to be the current president's chief political rival too. Right, and I, I can't believe no one thought to not do this. Yeah, where was the guy that was like, "Hey, um, let's uh, let's think about this. Let's let's play the long game. Let's let's kind of war game this out a little bit and see what happens." Because I feel like Democrats never play the long game. Yeah. Republicans, on the other hand, tend to really play the long game, which infuriates its voter base. Mm-hmm. Oh, we never... They never do anything. They never fight back. They never do this. Meanwhile, I believe they have the majority in 28 out of 50 states, state legislatures. You know, they got a majority of the governors. Mm-hmm. Like, they, 
they've been playing the local long game. Now, Democrats, on the other hand, have been playing the school board long game, where they got a lot of school board yeah. members elected. So, you had two different strategies going on, and they both were almost punting on national politics. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it's a strange scenario, <clears throat> but it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? That's going to bite you in the in the buns five or ten years from now, yeah. or twenty years from now, like. It, it, and I can't like I can't believe no one in that political that high level political group that's making decisions didn't say hold on a minute. Yeah. There's a very good chance, Mr. President, that you're not gonna win in twenty twenty four. Or for that matter, when you're term limited in twenty twenty eight. Yep. When you leave office, if you do this now, you leave yourself open to this kind of thing. And twenty, whenever you leave office, you're yeah. leaving yourself open to it. And oh, by the way, you and your son have got some real clo- uh, skeletons in those closets. Yeah, like I, someone said, they think Hunter Biden's going to go under indictment um, within a year. Yeah, I've heard it's it's close, and it's like, what was that like? You know, and it's not just for smoking crack and bagging hookers. Yeah, I, I'm just sure the hookers alone. Most of DC would probably be. Jammed up in that one, right? You know, it, yeah. I, I think uh, this might be the one egg that they've opened that you can't uncrack. Yeah, and that's dangerous though because one of the narratives right now is is that a raid on an ex president's home is akin to uh, what what is done to political rivals in other countries. Yeah. I don't want to say which ones because I don't want to, you know, I don't need that kind of smoke. But, yeah. And they're not wrong. Political rivals in other countries have this kind of stuff done to them. Mm-hmm. And worse. I mean, yeah. who knows what could be worse could happen. But, I mean, some of these people get shot and killed. They get assassinated. They get blown up. Their whole family gets killed. Everyone that was associated. Or think about just, you know, maybe, you know, in the. The 30s and 40s, 1930s and 40s, a new governor came in. Everyone in the office got fired. Yeah. And the new staff came in from the new governor. Yeah. Know, there were no civil service positions. It was all just, oh, okay, you're all fired now. The old Tammany Hall, dirty politics, you know. So, um, and that's a almost a light version of it. I want to go back to one thing we were talking about with the Democrats kind of looking down on some Republican voters. And, look, I use movie quotes all the time just to kind of prove a point. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's not real life, but sometimes movie quotes are... Movie quotes can be very, uh, uh, what's the word, relevant, mm-hmm. I guess. So, if anyone's watched the movie Fight Club, there's a scene in the movie where the uh, the degenerates in the Fight Club uh, get all of the waiter jobs and cook jobs for this uh, political gala where the the mayor and the sheriff or whatever I mean so but anyway so the these guys are they're, they're serving the food and whatnot and the mayor gets up by himself and goes to the bathroom well these guys follow him in and basically take off his pants put a rubber band around his balls and this is the quote look the people you are after are the people you depend on we cook your meals, we haul your trash, we connect your calls, we drive your ambulances, we guard you while you sleep. Do not F with us. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're effing with them mm-hmm. by, by belittling the people in the manner that you're doing it. Like before, it was cordial. Yeah. It wasn't poking fun at the people voting. Mm-hmm. It was poking at the politicians. Yeah. But now you're poking at the people. Mm-hmm. That are doing the voting. And you're only as safe as those people remain sane. I mean, it, and they're going to say, well, there's been shootings all over the place. No, these people aren't sane. They stormed the Capitol. They're not sane. Okay, they stormed it with zip ties. Yeah. Imagine if they came back and stormed it with AR-15s. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. Like, Syria-type coup. Mm-hmm. Myanmar-type coup. Yeah. Iraq, 
the bath party type coup. Yeah. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Imagine pissing them off to that point. Yeah. Now look, you've already there's already stuff on some of those social media platforms. I'm saying I just need a call. I just need a call. First of all, you're fucking stupid. Stop putting that shit online. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But second of all, you're again, you're not a cowboy. Yeah. If you got an itchy trigger finger, go to the range, dude. Yeah. But you're dealing with a very proud population. All right. Generally, people that have less money tend to value their pride more. Mm-hmm. I think. Don't get me wrong. I could I could be completely mis, you know, off the reservation with this. Well, that's probably not a good thing to say either. But yeah. who knows what we're going to cancel for nowadays? Um. But essentially, it, it, you don't know. Now that you're poking fun of these people personally, it, it's it's no longer the generality. Yeah. It's you voted for Trump. You're a Trumpster. You're you're a jerk. You're you're unintelligent. Mm-hmm. You're. Uh, I mean, it's almost like they're saying you're blue collar. What do you know? Yeah, I went to college. I voted you're, Democrat. H- H- Hillary Clinton put it best. You're a deplorable. Yeah, the bucket of deplorables. Yep. And when you cast aside things like and Mitt Romney kind of did it too when he said you know half the country's not going to vote for me anyway, but he was kind of right, <laughs> you know. But that wasn't a speech. That was recorded. Um, but when you go and you label this whole group deplorables and you do it from a position of when of condescension, yeah. um, that's when you start getting into this real shaky game. of Because now everyone who's not some Brandeis, Harvard... Uh, Yale, Stanford, educated um, person goes and says, oh, well, I got a lot more in common with the bucket of deplorables than I do with with this, you know, right. coastal elite looking down at me. Well, and, that, and that's another thing. It's like you look at the Democrat representatives. None of them, I mean, other than, I mean, and I hate to say this, other than AOC, who was a bartender, Mm-hmm. Who else were? They? I mean, none of these people were working I mean, blue now, collar jobs. Yeah. Now AOC was a bartender. AOC also went to uh, I want to say Boston University. Okay. All right. And her parents had come from money, so AOC plays a big game. I got you. Like she's this, but no, AOC. Uh, you know, the whole story behind that's not really. She's not as blue collar as she <laughs> no. tried to make it. Up. Okay, no. I got you. See, I even I didn't know that. But I, they're not putting up a good. She wasn't front. Jenny from the block, right? I mean, other other than, and, and it's really weird. But other than like the the NEA, the National Education Association, mm-hmm. which got caught writing a D, like basically writing the DOJ memo, yeah. about parents that Merrick Garland sent out. Yep. And there's also a whole bunch about them with the COVID policy. Say how fr- afraid they were to go back to school. Yeah, the NEA is not out there for kids. They're not out there for teachers. Yeah. I really don't think they are. No. I mean, there are a lot of teachers that I know. I mean, you got to think about it. A lot of, I mean, there's a lot of teachers in these rural areas, not just the urban areas, that don't align politically with the NEA. Mm-hmm. And for them to blatantly do what they did, I think they really alienated a lot of their membership. Yeah. Now, unfortunately for teachers, I don't think you're allowed to not be in the union because the union negotiates on behalf of all teachers, regardless of whether you're paying... Or not paying. Yeah. I think some places it's voluntary, other places it's not. Mm-hmm. But that's... For, for them to do what they did, um, it just kind of pulled back the veil of the separate... Like, the, like, there would be separation there. Yeah. Now, the one... Some of these other unions, though, like the AEW and the IBEW, which is the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, and mm-hmm. you got the AEW, the auto union... Uh, and you got some steel worker, but you got a lot of these tradesmen unions. I can't imagine that their rank and file is voting Democrat these no, days. No, I can't either, especially when you get into the trade unions. Um, and I've always been a union guy, you know. I, and my father grew up in Pittsburgh. I kind of grew up as a as a old school union Democrat. You know, that's kind of where I was, and. That's when Democrats believe in the blue collar people. Yeah. They don't and, anymore. Yeah. And now it just it's they've left people like just kind of left us behind. Like the the 
I haven't, we've said before, like, I'm kind of still where I've been my entire life. But the tides have shifted. Right. And now the rock that was once submerged is now sticking up out of the sea. So, um, I, I think I think some of my opinions might have changed a little bit. Yeah, I think some things I've gotten a little bit more moved right on. Some things I've moved left on too. So that's true. Yeah, you know, I definitely have. Um, I think if you were to average out all the sliding scales, like if you're building a player in Madden, my yeah. overall rating would still stay the same. Right. <laughs> I think a lot ninety nine. <laughs> I, I think a lot of my my things changed when um, I realized that a lot of my uh, uh, my my uh, perceptions of what could be done, I realized it would never be done the way it should be done. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I realized that government shouldn't be doing these things. So, for example, like the single-payer health care. Yeah. I know government's never going to get that right. No, just look at this stupid 700-page bill. Sure. I mean, like, we're, we're, I mean, literally, in the part that they're touting about Medicare, so Medicare for uh, up and. and still to this day, is not allowed to negotiate drug prices. They have to pay whatever the manufacturer tells them the drug is worth. Right. While insurance companies, private insurance companies, are allowed to negotiate what they're going to pay for that drug. Okay? So one of the big things that they said in this bill, or that they were trying to, uh, when they try and sell it to the public, was, well, now Medicare can can negotiate drug prices of how many drugs but so here's the thing then you read <laughs> then you read then you read those 750 pages and you find out that starting in 2036 or 2035 2026 sorry 2026 Medicare will be able to negotiate the price on 10 drugs now, keep in mind, there's all probably... All the drugs. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Almost, not all the drugs. Not all the drugs. Not like all the experts. No, no, no. <laughs> there are no... Uh, listen, there were some experts here that put just enough drugs in to say that they were allowing Medicare to negotiate the yeah. drug prices. But here's the funny thing. It's probably stupid crap, like the toenail fungus drug, so it's restless ten, leg syndrome drug. It, it's 10 drugs. But they have to be, they have to be older than a certain age in the market so they get penicillin yeah right right so you're gonna be able to exactly the polio vaccine (laughs) the z-pack right that you can negotiate that down which only costs probably 20 bucks i can buy that cvs yeah the drugs that people already the prices are already low on you can now negotiate that even lower you get an extra three dollars of savings nyquil yeah you but you need that life-saving drug no, no, it's too new. Yeah. We're not negotiating that. Yeah. But then, but, but hey, look, there there is room for optimism because I believe in 20, 2038 or 2028, they add another 10 drugs. Yeah, we're up to 20 now. So 2028, we're, that's only, that's a short six years away. <laughs> it's all a short six years away. <laughs> Medicare will be able to negotiate for 20 drugs, but they still have to be older than a certain, uh, they have to be out in the market a certain number of years. Right. Now, they did... The one good thing I, I did see in there was um, they are capping uh, Medicare uh, users out of pocket drug costs at two thousand oh, dollars. Okay. Now keep in mind, most Medicare, most people on Medicare are on Social Security. Yeah. Probably make it twenty grand anyway. Yeah. So hey, we're going to cap it at ten percent of your total income. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> wow. Thanks. Thanks, Congress. <laughs> it's like what? At this point, I mean. Can, can we this again this is congress not doing it right yeah like i would love single-payer health care done right yeah I, I just don't think it's possible it it, it is it's possible if congress wasn't there <laughs> if congress wasn't making the rules yeah right if and you know this is why i think socialism has uh, has its has its uh, fanboys. Mm-hmm. It's got its Bernie Sanders. Why? Because in their view of it, it's going to be done right. Yeah. Sorry, Bernie. Even if you became president, you're the only democratic socialist still in government. Right. You and AOC. You guys are holding the torch. Mm-hmm. So now you got now if you're the president, you got to rely on that girl to do it right. She probably can't read the first three sentences oh. in that bill. Well, she went to Brown or or Boston College or whatever I said, so she probably can. Listen, I but. went to college, too, <laughs> and I can't read it. 
<laughs> so, uh, unless she's one of the three or four people that write all this garbage, right? But but here's the thing: for a body that to add, the vehicle must be made in North America, mm-hmm. and it was a half a page of gobbledygook, <laughs> right? How much would it take to put, like for a single payer healthcare system? Oh, forget it. You're talking. I'm gonna say. Short side, 200,000 pages. <laughs> <laughs> of gobbledygook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd say you probably got about 1,000 pages of yeah. real, and then 199,000 pages of just, just junk. Parentheses and if and hitherto, and therefore. And, yeah. <laughs> Refer to section 175DEFY and G, subsection 1572-E. Semicolon four five. Insert delete (laughs) comma insert and and add North America. Did I hear a niner in there? Tommy Boy reference, by the way, for the people out there. But but yeah, this this thing is just so. And uh, the reason I started looking into it because I want to see what other sort of silly nonsense was in it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times these bills will have some just ridiculous nonsense stuffed in there. I miss the old pork barrel stuff. Yeah, like you know the, the bridge, bridge to, to nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> freaking, That's a big one. You know, some senator, some you know senator in in, in you know Wyoming wants to establish a you know a, a research facility for cheese re- cheese research for the blind, and <laughs> right. like it's going to be like five hundred million dollars of of funding to build some nonsense art center in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. What was it? Um, there was always money for what? Little Sisters of the Poor? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the, what is this? Like, I was hoping to find some of that good stuff, and I haven't really found anything. Sometimes you get some surprise legislation, you're like, ooh, that's pretty sinister you stuck that in there. Yeah. Um, or a handout to some big, but I think this whole thing is just a handout to corporations. Well, what was that? The one part with the cars that you were telling me about. So it was like, there's a, there's a tax credit for electric vehicles. Yeah, so if you <laughs> if you buy an electric vehicle and granted you know this is I'm trying to decipher the gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. But essentially it's 3750 is the credit that you can get for a car. But then further down, that's if you buy a vehicle that's primarily powered by uh an electric drive motor via plug-in hybrid or um, full electric. Full electric. Okay, all right. So that's the one part. But then there's another qualifier that it also has to be because of all the manufacturing in North America. So the Tycan's out. Right. Uh, whatever electric vehicles out of, what was it, the Honda Insight, if they're still making it, uh, unless it was made here, out. Um, but it can be made in Mexico because that's North America. Sure. So and Canada too. Mm-hmm. So then the other part was there was a cap on the cost of the vehicle. So it's an it's eighty thousand for any truck, van, or SUV, and fifty five thousand for any other type of vehicle. So let's just say a sedan. So the Model S out. So all the cool ones are out. Lightning out. Machi out. Yep. Uh, Rivian probably out. Yeah. Um, so essentially, you're left with the Tesla Model Three, but that, the base is that, version is that under fifty five. Yeah, but it's got to be the base version. Okay. Now I'm not sure if it's MSRP or whether that's the actual price you pay. Right. Yeah. So you'd have a whole other subsection of <laughs> insert <laughs> insert more gobbledygook here <laughs> to, to, um, to verify. And then, so I guess you're kind of limited to the Nissan Leaf, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and the Chevy Bolt. Which is currently cooking its owners. Yeah. Um, because I, lights on fire. I think the Silverado, that's why I like to call it, because it has the blue E. There's no, there's no shot that thing is under 80 grand. Hell no. No. <laughs> so out. <laughs> yeah, that's out. Um, the Cybertruck, if it ever gets made, out. Um, What's the Cadillac one? The ele- ele- what was the, f- I forget what they called it. But that's out. Yeah. Because right, that's 100 something grand. Right. So is the Mercedes-Benz, but that's made in Germany, so it's out. Out. Um, the Taycan, out. What about, um, what about the Volkswagen ones and the Audis? Are they made in the U.S.? I don't know. Depends on... Down in Tennessee, maybe? 
Well, all, I think all of the German SUVs are made in the U.S. I think. Well, I know Mercedes makes the the midsize one. Yeah, like the old no. M, the M class, which was just a pile of junk. Yeah, that which was made nobody in Georgia. Nobody should ever touch it because right. it, it literally will blow up on you. <laughs> or, or the big GLE, I think was yeah. it. So that one, <laughs> the driver's side uh, power seat would actually light on fire. Oh, great! Even if it wasn't on. The car could be off. <laughs> you, got a hot, you got a hot buns. That's a different kind of seat warmer. When it, it's really cold that day. When it, when it really, like, literally burns your hole. <laughs> Bring a new meaning to the words. But but there's more. Oh, yeah. There's also a income cap. So if you make filing, I think married filing head of household or whatever it is, the cap's 250000 is that single though or jointly? Finally jointly? Yeah. Jesus. Because there's another number that's lower for single, which I think is 150,000. Okay. So if you make if you, so if you and your wife make under 250,000, you can go buy a Tesla Model 3 provided that it costs under 55,000, they'll give you $3,700 back. I got so, a feeling no one's ever going to use the incentive. No, a couple people will. Maybe, yeah. You know, like a young kid who who has no other expenses, and right? Just out of college, you yeah. can buy his Model and, Three. Yeah, and then there's a whole bunch of things for making your for buying energy efficient appliances. But then they like to say, "Oh, well, it's going to save you. It's going to save." The-. What I love is when they go and you have like Joe Biden has not had to drive himself in hasn't had to fix a dishwasher in how long. But he's going to go and say, this is going to save the average family $400 a year. $400 a year? <laughs> dude, my kids eat that in two weeks. Right. Thanks, like, dude. This isn't 1950 when yeah. $400 was great for a month. Right. You know? Like, but- I make $400 and, you know, my, my take-home pay every year is five grand. Like, I paid 12000 for my house. Like, no, dude. <laughs> for, what do you, where do they get these numbers from? That's just how out of touch they are. I mean... Most people's cable bill is four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, right. You know, so you're going to go and spend ten grand on new appliance, a whole new appliance suite for your entire house to save four hundred bucks. Meanwhile, when you can't afford to put gas in your car, like what what planet are you guys living on? That's why I want to ask them. Like, they're not living on the same planet. We are. No, they're not. None they're, of them are. They're clearly they clearly aren't. They get driven everywhere. Yep. I I, I do find it hysterical though because. These same people who are making all this money, they pay their staffers garbage. Yeah. Like, they can't even afford to live in D.C. It's like, they got to live with, like, six other people in a three-bedroom house. Oh, yeah. And, you're, I mean, we're talking grown adults. Yeah. Sharing a room. It's like they're, they're 10. Yeah. Well, there was a, uh, I think it was an Instagram page. It was all, like, Capitol Hill staffers. Mm-hmm. And they would just go, like, just tear apart and i think it kind of gotten taken down like they found out who it was and like this thing better disappear and it did yeah and i never i never went on it but i, I kind of kicked myself because i bet you there's some salacious dirt on there oh sure you know um so and they would just go after him but yeah they treat him like crap they but all because the thing is it's like it's almost like minor league baseball right like you're you know like yeah we're gonna pay you twelve thousand dollars to play baseball for the summer and by the way, you have to find a place to live and feed yourself and pay a clubhouse fee and buy your own bats. And but it's an apprenticeship because you might make it to majors. Well, but I mean, a lot of the, like uh, the PGA Tour does that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you pave your way through like the nationwide tour, the Hooters Tour. Yeah, hoping that you're going to get your tour card so you can play in the PGA and hope that you make it in the money rounds. Yeah, you know, or, or like Major League Baseball or. I mean, the, even the hockey ones, to a certain extent, with oh, the, yeah. o- the OHL, WHL. And then you get the ECHL, yeah. AHL. Yep. You hope for that shot. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, look, if you're 22, 23 years old and you want to go be a Capitol Hill staffer, because all they do is go to stupid, pretentious bars in Georgetown mm-hmm. and and bang each other. Like, okay, you're <laughs> kind of just, it's college extended. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, and then you see, like, and then it's kind of the same, like, the hot, the, the, the minor league athletes that are coming up, like, hey, he's graduating college. Like, why not give it a shot? You're, you, if you've got the opportunity to make a, a single A club, give it a shot. But at some point, you're going to have yeah. to be like, 
Okay. Give yourself yeah. to 25 or 26 years old. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, all right. Roll you know out. It's not going to work out. And then you can always say, yeah, I played pro baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, or say, like, even to dress for in a major league base, any of the top four, like, if, if you're playing hockey and you dress for a game and you get in a game, you can say, hey, I played in the NHL. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you're already not even top 1%, you're even higher than higher top than 1%. That, yeah. Yep. You know, and that's where, but the the staffers and stuff, <laughs> what do they get? Oh, I got to work for the staffer, you know. Um, yeah. I got to change Mitch McConnell's depends. Right. I think I proved myself. Who was the dude, uh, oh, what's his name? Jerry Nadler. Oh, God. Did you see that video? No, what do you say? <laughs> so it was a couple. It was maybe two years ago, and he's standing on the. Uh, they're signing some stupid bill, and he very obviously like shorts, and then like does the <laughs> does the penguin walk off the stage. <laughs> I wish we had video here because it's hilarious. Oh my god! Um, like awesome. he had to change Nadler's diaper. <laughs> Good for you, dude. You, I'll, I'll pass. Right. <laughs> um, I'll be the bartender. <laughs> yeah. He recently said, if they don't vote for me, there'll be no more Jewish Democrats in the in the House. Yeah, because he has to, because of redistricting, he, he has to run against someone else. Yeah. And she's also a, um, she's also a, uh, a, like, long-term Democrat. I think it's funny they have to primary each other. No, no. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember what we started with with this. It was something about, uh. We started with the ridiculous bill. Right, so. and then we kind of veered off into uh, partisanship with the with the going of rating of Trump's place, and we kind of veered back onto the bill. So hey, we're yeah. staying on somewhat topic. Hey, we came back. All we right. always do. Good for us. Yeah, boomerang. Um, but yeah, if you've ever tried to read a bill, put a comment down below. Let us know which one it was and how awful it was, or uh, if you just think any of this is ridiculous, like we do. Let us know. If you've ever written one, that would be... Shoot, yeah. Put, we'll you bring, bring you out show. as an expert. <laughs> like, <laughs> how did you learn how to do this? <laughs> we'll try to line you up behind the alien experts. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they could probably use that person. Maybe that. Maybe they're the same. Maybe. There can't be that many of them that can write like that. No. Or not write, depending on how you look at it. True. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, and we will see you next time.